This is Snake. Can you hear me? Good. The mission is simple. Put your geek pants on and infiltrate Foxhound. If you need backup, contact Ken and Chris on their codec frequency. Ready? Snake out. Welcome to the Geek Pants Camcast. The kickoff of Monster March. Yeah, that's good. Pretty good. I like that actually. Yeah. You did a really good job there. Thank you. That was rather uh, a professional opening for us. I was uh, I was practicing professional openings, and then I was like, "Well, we'll just see if Kenneth takes the lead on this one." Because yeah. sometimes you take the lead, and sometimes I take the lead. So yeah, I mean, there's really you're cool. really good at the wrap up. You're better at the wrap up than I am. I feel like I stutter and I sound like an idiot at the end. You almost stuttered at this opening. I did. You had like half a second pause, I, 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 and I was like. Like, you, you did the initial geek pants, and then you paused before CamCast. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. just me doing my TV announcer. My radio, radio announcer. Yeah, right? okay. Radier. Okay. See? Radier. Uh, the more I talk, the more I'm just going downhill. Yeah. And then I was like, because like, I was like, yeah, we'll do that. And then I thought, oh, you maybe I'll do a script or whatever. But then I realized, like, you're actually better if you have a script or some, like, bullet points. Mm -hmm. I'm usually pretty good that I can just freewheel. You're, you're, you're good with the... I'm usually good with the freewheel. I won't say rambling, but... You, you it might, is. It, it, they it, are, it's there are in ramblers. the head. There are ramblers. I need my, sure. my point form notes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, uh, so, yes, this is the first part of Monster March. I'm really excited about. Except for that part there. Other than this lame attempted, like, you know, like, rawr, 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 like something, right? Uh, I don't know about that one either. I don't know about that one either. We're humans. Yeah, we're humans. Yeah. We're not monsters. No, we're not. Nor uh, but I am excited for this. I'm excited for this particular one that we're doing because... Yes. Uh, we're going to revisit another Seminal classic. Seminal classic. This actually, what I love about this movie, uh, uh, for the... Oh, uh, before I forget, it's the host. The host. Okay. The host. Not the shitty one made by the chick that wrote the Twilight movies. Not that host. Was it shitty, though? It was bad. I watched it. I didn't watch okay. it. Okay. Yeah, but did you read the book, too? I didn't read the book. Okay. Or watched the movie. Although, I have to say, like, when they uh, they announced that movie, I went, Oh, they're doing an American remake of The Host? Yeah, just... That's probably going to be terrible. And then I was like, Oh, no, it's... It's, it's, it's oh. uh, Twilight for Aliens, I guess, yeah. is really what it was. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, I'm good. Yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. yeah I'm I haven't good. even watched any of the Twilight movies. This is another one of my favorite South Korean films. What I was going to say was, uh, one of my favorite things about this movie is that this uh, was the movie that I watched. This is the first South Korean movie that I ever watched in my entire life. Mm. This was before Old Boy. You know what, I'm thinking... It might be the first one I watched, too. And it was... I honestly think that because I... I that this movie was so good um, across the board, I think there was only maybe a couple of parts where I was just like, eh, and I'll get to that. Uh, that just literally comes down to CGI, though. That's it. Yeah. But that if I hadn't have watched that movie, I don't know if I would have checked out Old Boy. As, or, or or I wouldn't have been uh, so quick to check it out. Yeah. Right? Because, like, I mean, sure, I'm into kung fu movies and Chinese movies and Japanese movies yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, You know, and anime yeah, and I've that watched, stuff. Yeah, I've watched but, Chinese Japanese movies my whole life. But, like... South Korean, it was just Just like, to even say, like, uh, well, if, like, for somebody to go, oh, you like kung fu movies, well, then you must like Japanese movies, right? Not necessarily. No. Because 
it's you know two different cultures, right? Yeah. Sure, they look very similar. If you're racist, <laughs> I'm waiting all day to say that. One. I was like, man, I can't wait. I can't wait. So, um, hopefully, you're not. But if you are, check yourself. <clears throat> um, Before you wreck yourself. No, I just want to say, check yourself and oh. point to the camera like Tom Haverford from oh. Parks and Rec. Oh, okay. So now they're at home going. Before I wreck myself. If they say that, that's even better. <laughs> that's even better. Um, in fact, if I see comments that say, before I wreck myself, I'll be like, yes! <laughs> yes! But anyway. It works! Um, but yeah, like, because like, you, some people blanking them all under the same thing, where they're all the same type of movies, but yeah. I mean, I prefer, honestly, like if we're going to be flat out, I prefer Chinese Kung Fu movies over Japanese martial arts movies. And okay. I'm not sure why, I just prefer that. I, I think part of it is that like Japanese movies tend to have like the blood hose. <laughs> you know, like just like, well, like the uh, the Bride versus the Crazy 88s in Kill Bill 1. Yeah. Or Volume 1, I should say. Mm-hmm. Just all of that. Like that's like fucking straight out of a Japanese uh, samurai flick, right? Yeah. And I've watched a, a lot of those movies. I like, just, I don't like, know. Like, uh, where is it? This masterpiece, but holy gory! Yeah, have Actually, you watched this yet? No, Thirteen Assassins. No, Thirteen Assassins. No, I haven't. Perfect Town Town. What was the one that I was a Blade of the Immortal? I recently almost finished. Oh, I still haven't watched that though. It is in here somewhere. That one is really good too. But I my go to would be Chinese cinema. I guess you could say that'd be my go to. Mine too, I guess. And I think this more or less just because I grew up with Jackie Chan and, and stuff. So I just and Jet Li and yeah, Jet Li and all that of way. those guys. So Donnie Yen's another one. Yeah. Chow Yun Fat. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So yeah, um, I would gravitate more towards that. Uh, but but yeah, watching the host was and it, honestly, it was a win. It was just one of those. I think it like uh, it was a showcase, and it was just like, oh, okay, well, I'll check it out. Mm. You know, because the previews looked uh, kind of interesting, and then within about within the first half hour, I was hooked, and I remember I was like, I have to finish this movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, so then when I was rewatching this, I it had been so long since I watched this movie that I forgot how good it was. Like flat out across the board, I forgot how good it was. Um, like from the acting standpoint. From the cinematography, from the design of the of the host. Oh, the design was amazing. You know what it I mean? It looked like a fish with feet. The CGI, and like I said, like there was only like two parts where I was like, oof. Everything else yep. literally looked great. The way that the uh, the host moved. You know what I mean? Like all these things. That gallop that it does, and then you know what I love? The freaking swinging under the bridges. Yeah! With the tail, and just like, that is so cool looking. Like, even when, uh, so like, like, <laughs> although I, I will say, like, from dumping formaldehyde, uh, that whole scene at the beginning where the American dude is just like... It's the American, right? The American. Yeah. It's just like, it doesn't matter, just dump it. Like, literally, Buddy is just like, you know what I don't like? A dusty, you know, dusty place. And that was the late great Scott Wilson. Yeah, and I who, loved uh, it. And as soon as I started watching, I was like, "Oh my God, Scott Wilson's yeah, in this!" Yeah, exactly. I didn't say I didn't say his name because I didn't. I, but okay. I was like, "Oh, him!" Yeah. Herschel from The Walking Dead, for you know the people. Right, that's probably the things probably most known for. And because uh, yeah, because he's just a big character actor and like yeah. everything, right? Oh yeah. But I loved how the one guy is like, 
Yeah, but that's like dumping poison in the... Mm. We're going to dump everything. Yes. Okay. And then just leaves and you're like, huh, I wonder how <laughs> this director feels about Americans. I'm just <laughs> curious. Just, just wondering. Yeah. And then especially like later on, like, uh, cause like, so they flash forward and, uh, now it's been like 10 years since something like, was it eight? They did yet. Oh, do they actually show the years? I could have swore they showed years. Uh, but in any event, a significant amount of time yeah. was passed so that, um, oh yeah, because they had the they had the quick blurb with the dot, the dude's fishing. Yeah. And then he's just like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, jeez. And then he's just like, oh, oh, I really need that cup. I was like, this is absurdly funny. <laughs> absurdly funny that he's just like, yeah, this is, I, I need to keep this cup. But then they go about their day and they're not like, maybe we should get out of this because the water's weird, right? Yeah. But the quick montages I thought was a really cool and neat way of uh, building up the monster. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so like even the part where the dude's like literally gonna kill himself jumping off the bridge and he's just like, do you guys see this thing in the water? And they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then he jumps anyway. Yeah. But I was just like, that's, that was really cool and it was like, uh, almost, you know, I want to say kind of a slow burn. But not really, because it was about half an hour before they showed him. They actually showed him. And I feel like it, it It didn't even feel like a half hour for me. Like, most monster movies, they wait a good 45 minutes for the big reveal. Yeah. And then this, like, it's on land, running after people in, like, which, within a half hour. I like, enjoyed it, and I think, and that's one of those reasons why, like, after watching this, if there was a Southern Korean movie that had come out that looked mildly interesting... I would have checked it out because I was like, they do different things. They're totally different. You know, and I mean, of course, from a cultural standpoint, they would have to do different things because naturally they just think differently because of the way they've been raised and all this other, all that other stuff. But even so, like, like even using Old Boy as an example, like, I would never have thought to end a movie that way. Mm -hmm. And I'm not spoiling it just because we are going to do at least an old boy episode. We will. We're, we'll definitely get it. <clears throat> because maybe we should do like an old boy double bill. Oh sit through. I, uh, sit through I, see, I like the to rewatch. Version. I like to rewatch the movie before we do the cam cast. And do I really want to sit through <laughs> that Josh Brolin one again? I don't even think I even uh, finished that. Now that I'm thinking about it. I don't think I finished it. I think I wikipedia the ending and was still just like, I'm glad I didn't watch that. Because That was probably the... One of the worst Spike Lee joints I've ever seen. I and it always blows my mind that that's a Spike Lee joint. Right? It's so weird that that's a Spike Lee movie. It's almost like there's like nothing about that that resembles a usual Spike Lee film. No, and I mean good for him for trying something different. Oh, hundred percent. You know, just congrats anyway. to him for winning best screenplay at the Academy Awards. No freaking time. He's never won one. No. Wow. He went for uh, Black... I don't even know how they say it. Black Klansman, I'm assuming. Black Klansman? Yeah, yeah what happened? The extra little K in the middle there. Well, yeah, because KKK. Yeah. That looked Phenomenal like film. That looked like a really good So good. Check that out. So good. I actually... I haven't seen Green Book, but I was kind of rooting for Black Klansman to win Best Picture. Okay. It did. Alright. <clears throat> so, anyway. Um, so... So, yeah. So... Uh, I also, like... When you meet... The, uh, like I said this a, a couple of times, so, like when you meet the characters, like they set the table, 
Yeah. You know, and you meet the, the father and his son, and then you realize that his fucking, like, loser son also has a kid. You're just like, what is going on here? That guy's, like, literally sleeping. I actually wrote everyone's names down. Oh, okay, good. <clears throat> Time to embarrass myself. So, um, the, the loser son that you're talking about yeah. is actually a South Korean actor that I see all the time. Oh, yeah. He's a phenomenal actor. They're all really good. I haven't seen his uh, most recent one, which I think was called A Taxi Driver, but that looked really good. Um, Kang Ho Sung as Gang Du Park. Yeah, Gang Du Park I knew. He also started in Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. That's, I think he's Mr. Vengeance. I haven't seen that yet, but now I'm very intrigued. But he starred in uh, Snowpiercer, which is from the same director as this. Okay. Jun Ho Bang. Nice. And uh, The Good, The Bad, and The Weird, which was a phenomenal movie as well. Want to okay. see a really weird western? Watch that. Well, it, ha- it would have to be. It's so weird. It's literally it lives up to the, the name. Title, yeah. It lives up to the name. All right. Okay. So, so, so yeah. And then the father is Hee Bong Byung as Hai Bong Park. Okay. I feel like I'm kind of nailing stuff. I feel today. like you, uh, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not, yeah, I, feel, I, I can't say that you are, but I feel like you are. I'm feeling good about myself right you now. Should, you should, you should. Let's just go with hey. that. He's there right. you go, pal. Right. Oh, and the daughter. Yeah. Ko Hasung as Hung Sao Park. <clears throat> is it Hung Sio? Hung Sio. Yeah, Hung, Hung it's Sio. Hung Sio. Yeah. Hung Sio Park. Because I just watched it, uh, literally, uh. I watched it two nights ago. I watched it... Actually, no. I watched part of it the night before, and then I finished it off last night. Yeah. And then, uh, and I left myself enough time to uh, check out this wording. Sit through Cloverfield. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of foreshadowing. <laughs> You're crazy, man. <laughs> so anyway. Yes. Um, so getting back to that. So you establish, okay, you got the uh, father that owns the business. Mm-hmm. You got the son that's a... Uh, uh, we don't know it, but it, uh, he's going through some shit. We don't know it at the time. Yeah. But he's going through some shit, and yeah. he's got his own daughter, who's pretty much kind of like, okay, my dad's kind of... kind of raising her father. Yeah. My, my yeah. dad kind of needs me. Uh, and then we are introduced to the sister. Yep. And she's an archer. Yeah, that, that was a cool introduction. That was a really cool Through introduction. the TV and everything. And then yeah. the brother even, like, you don't see him till later, but they're talking about him. Exactly. So, so like, they, you, you kind of get an idea of what the whole family is Exactly, like. exactly. So, um, so that I thought was really, really cool. Um, and it's crazy, like, because they're all jam-packed in this tiny little fucking thing. Yeah, was it? Like, it's so Smaller tiny. than a trailer, like. Yeah, like, it was about probably this about this room. And they, um, they sit on the floor. But there's stuff in it. It's you know not what? just this room, it's, like, everything else that's in it. I was just, I was, I was paying attention to those scenes that they were in. I was just like, they live such a simple life. Yeah. Like, I can get why now, um, from me watching movies anyways, why everything looks so peaceful to their culture. Oh, yeah. Because they live a simple life. They don't need a wall of shit like I apparently do. They just, hold, hold we'll on. sit on the floor, this, this we'll eat our soup. No, this is not soup. Well, you are pointing to Electra. But I'm also touching Elf. Rubbing it quite, quite a bit. That's a great Christmas movie. It is a great Christmas. Yes. And yes. also, Enemy Gates. Yep. And no. Enemy Mine. And Enemy Mine. But See, not Entrapment. 
A nice, nice little stretch of great movies there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Escape from New York. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I. You don't have Escape from L.A. Huh. I don't. Wonder why they wouldn't release that on Blu-ray. Oh really? It's not going to on Blu-ray. Wow. Huh. I mean, I would give it a second chance. A chance. I've. Uh... Second chance. No. I, just, I love John Carpenter so much, I feel like I should give it a second. I love John Carpenter a lot. Like, I really... I didn't realize how much until you, like, rewatch movies and you're like, oh, yeah, fuck, I watched a lot of his movies. I yeah. liked a lot of his yeah. movies. That one, um... I don't know if he actually directed it. <laughs> like, I don't it's know... Like, I didn't go smoke in my trailer to shoot the shit. I don't know if he did, like... <laughs> or if he did, I, I, I'm almost certain that somebody was just like, hey, man, we just did this script, and he's just like... How much money are you paying me? Mm. Okay. Alright, fine. Yeah, it was... Um, I think back then, with the surfing, the surfing scene is really... Uh, really <laughs> it's just, like, really phony. Especially like, because, oh. like, that was... I watched that first, so I never watched Escape from New York first. <laughs> me too! I so watched LA first. When you watch Escape from New York, and you're like, this is a lot different. Like, you're set up for, like, a campy bullshit fucking movie. Yeah. And then you watch Escape from New York and you're like, oh, there's nothing bullshit about this. There's nothing campy about this. And the score is awesome. Oh, oh yeah. It's, it's just oh, great. the music is so Just great. great. Um, so anyway, back yeah, to the host. Went on a little so, corporate tangent there. Uh, it happens. So, what I love about this, when they reveal the monster, they reveal the monster in a big way. Oh, yeah. This isn't like a quiet sort of moment uh, with a group of people, and then that group of people are like, no, 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 you don't understand, there's a monster, and nobody believes him. It's instantly like a yeah. bunch of people, you know, at the uh, at the Han River, literally going, what the fuck is that thing? And it's just hanging there. Yeah. And I was like, man, that's awesome. Like a bat. I forgot all about that. So when I watched it, I was like, oh, yeah, he's just hanging. Uh, I, I feel bad I'm assuming his gender. Um, it. <laughs> It's just hanging around. It's just hanging around. Yep. You know what, fucking, I'm going to assume it's Jinder. What's he going to do? What's he going to do? Angrily tweet me? No thanks. No thanks. Host monster tweets. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so like, it's hanging, which is really cool, and then it just starts fucking letting loose. Yeah, like, they're throwing stuff slow? at it. Oh, yeah, they're just throwing everything. Which I thought was actually kind of funny, because they're just like, what is that? Let's just throw shit at it. Yeah. And then finally, it's just like, all right, I'm hungry. <laughs> Just pollute the hell out of the river. Too was uh, and like at first, so it's you know it's doing its big huge attack thing. Yep. Which is an amazing scene. Absolutely, it's a good ten minutes to that scene. Yeah, I didn't think it was gonna be that long, and then like never mind that long, but also uh, killing the dad off almost immediately. No, he lived right like three quarters of the film. The like the grandfather, if you will. Yeah, three quarters of the film. Three quarters of the film. Yeah. No, that's right. That's right. Yes, I have. And then it kills him bad. That's right. That's right. I yeah. was still pretty stunned about that one. Yeah. I was like, oh god. It's like that's yeah. right. No, you're, I apologize. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so they they do the carnage then and everything. But it takes the daughter. It takes the daughter yeah. immediately. But what I thought thought was really cool was the just even just the monster itself. Like it's not necessarily eating things right away. It's a digestive thing. Yeah. You know. It takes people back to its little bunker. Keeps it there, and, and then, then when it needs to, it, you get that gross vomit scene later in the movie. All the bones, <laughs> all these bones are just flying. But I thought that was really cool because then you're like, oh, okay, so he just basically like digests them whole, mm-hmm. 
which I thought was really interesting. But like that whole scene, that whole scene, and even when he takes uh, the uh, Hyun Su takes her, you're just like, holy shit! And everything is shot perfectly. The CGI is immaculate. You know, like the CGI so is pretty good. solid in most scenes. There's a couple parts where it hasn't. I don't know if it's if it hasn't aged well or if it just wasn't it's, that great at the time. I I think it's probably both. Yeah, I think it's probably both. Because I mean, you got like this is 13 years old already. This movie. Really? 2006. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. But yeah. So, uh, well, really, the only parts that I thought were, eh, was uh, at the end where it's on fire. Yeah, that part was very. That was really like the, the rough. fire. The fire was. That was the rough part, and yeah. then uh, they had one shot, and I thought, like, why would you even? You didn't even need to do it. But there's there's the scene where, uh, the the father is talking about the son, and he's saying like, "You guys don't know this, but sometimes things happen, and then they just kind of like a person will shut down and they'll regress, and that's what happened with him. He's actually he was actually a really smart kid." You know, he's just doing this really beautiful scene. Yeah. Which is so weird because they're so cramped in it, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, the brother and sister are falling asleep while the son he's talking about is sleeping right beside him. You know yeah. what I mean? And I was just like, this is just weird. And then he's just like, hey, it's watching us. Yeah, like his eyes are one, like... He's just like, it's watching us. And then when it actually does the attack on it to push it, like, knock it, the, the house over, yeah. they show one scene of it, like, digging in to emphasize. Yeah. And I remember just being like, that looks so shitty. Why would you even, you didn't even need to put that in. They could have, because it was, it hits the thing, cuts to the foot, cuts back to it, flipping over. I was like, that, you didn't even need that scene. Mm -hmm. Especially because it looked like shit. That was really the only two parts where I was just like, oof, oof. Yeah. Other than that, like the scene where they're fighting it in the rain looked incredible. Oh, the rain stuff is amazing. It looked absolutely incredible in the rain. And you're right, like, uh, I love that it looked like an actual mutated fish. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, yeah, it was, just, ah, it was just so... Even the story, like, I love that it was a, a not necessarily a broken family, but a fractured family. A fractured one, yeah. You know? yeah they're not broken because they come together quite quickly. Yeah. Over the, the daughter. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's great, because I, I, I just... The pacing is so perfect in, in this movie. Like, it seems like so much happens, but it happens in such a right amount of time. Like, they yeah. they come together, and then they're quarantined. And then they escape. Yeah. And then they go hunting. And then they they split up again. Yeah. And, and then they get back together again. It's just... Exactly. I like... So much happens. Another thing I really liked was uh, another indication of how the South Koreans felt about America in this movie <laughs> was how... Almost immediately, they came up with a virus. Yeah. There was a virus, and the, the host was the... And that's why they were calling it the host, because it... Excuse me, when it showed up, it was a virus, and that's why they're essentially going to fuck that place up. Yeah. You know? Because they, al they also don't want anyone to find out that it's because of them that this has happened. Um, but I was like, that was such a nice little wrinkle that they didn't have to do it, but the fact that they did, and you're like, that is something... I could see happening in real life where the, mm. not necessarily United States, but the other <laughs> country involved <laughs> would be like, well, guys, it's a, it's a virus. We gotta, we gotta kill everybody there because it's a virus and humanity's horrendous. It's our fault. <laughs> so we gotta fix this before they figure out that it's fucking on us. 
But uh, the quarantine scene was kind of funny for me because I, I thought it was funny how easy it was they got out. <laughs> they got out so easily. Like, so easy. So easy. He's got, like, blonde hair. <laughs> yeah. And he, like, he stands out yeah. because of the blonde hair. It's blonde. Like, it's that orange yeah. blonde that you're yeah. just like, why would you even do that? But then, so, so of course, and they practically stroll out. Mm-hmm. Then they steal a van. And even then, there's no real opposition. Well, even then, the sister's just, like, rolling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, I guess that, so. that was funny, too, because when she gets to the van, instead of them taking off, the brother gets out, and he starts taunting the people. He's like, hey, what are you going to do? I know. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Get the van, man. There's not that far away. Like, they could catch up. Yeah. You know, but I thought that was funny. And then, uh, and then I laughed a little bit when they got caught again. And with the quarantine. Mm. They got out again, and I was like... Well, they could have escaped the second time around. Yeah. Well, it was just the the, the well, son that got quarantined. It was just the son, yeah. Um, but he couldn't leave his father, who... No. Got viciously murdered by that fish I actually liked monster. that the son was the one that heard about the, fo- the fake virus, and was like, guys, like, seriously. Yeah. This is all horseshit. There is no virus. He's drilling into his skull and everything. Ugh. And then, yeah, like, it leads to the family getting together again to fight this thing. And it's very cool. Like, the brother's doing his own little thing in that office building. There's guards or yeah. military or whatever they are coming after him. And Oh, man. Like, uh, just visually really, really cool. But even just the stuff where uh, Hin Su is in the sewer. Yeah. And they're trying to find her in the first place. And she's like... Helping the other kids. All that stuff with her in that sewer was amazing. It was so it's crazy. Like that little boy comes and yeah. she's helping him and she's hiding that little hole. That was a good jump scare too. When they think it's gone and they look and it's just like right there. I like, oh, oh shit, I forgot about that part. Yeah, that was really cool. I also loved the part where uh, it literally deked her out. Yeah, see if she would run up the back. Yeah. And, it, and she did. Yeah. She's there, and you're just like... Then as soon as she lets go, you're like, fuck. And you're just like, he fucking got you good. <clears throat> so, and pulls her back down all gently, and she's just standing there. Yeah. As soon as she starts running back, it's just like... <sighs> trip. Yeah. That's an awesome... I love that monster. That's the one of my The design of it, the way it acts, yeah. the way it sounds, everything. One of my favorites, uh, like I said, like, I mean... Like, it's not really that big. It's not a giant, giant monster no. towering over No, exactly. And, uh, it was, I, I made that, like, I was thinking to myself when I was watching, I was like, oh, this isn't a, a really huge monster per se. Because, mm-hmm. like, I mean, the other ones we're dealing with are, like, uh, skyscrapers. Yeah. You know, skyscrapers high. I think, uh, the close second in terms of height would be, like, uh, I Kill Giants. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is still really big. Which is still really big. Uh, especially some of them. Mm-hmm. Well, the one, actually, the one coming from the ocean. That one's huge. That one's massive. That, what, they call that one an actual titan, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they have the different de- designations. I can't, yeah. wait to, I can't wait to rewatch that one. Yeah. That's fucking great. That's a good movie. That one in Troll Hunter. I actually want to read the book now, the comic book. Yeah, so did I. That Joe Casey wrote. I wanted to uh, check I want, that I out as check well. I want to check that out but, now. But I was like, ah, you know what, I want to watch this movie another time before I yeah. <laughs> check that out. That and Troll Hunter, those are the two, like, I'm really excited to rewatch those ones. Oh, me too. Because I haven't touched them since I watched them. Really? Yeah. So I'm really, like... Oh, I've seen Troll Hunter so many. I probably don't even need to rewatch that one, but I will. I will. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, see, because I don't own Troll Hunter. Yeah. So, I mean, um, and not only that, like, I don't, don't necessarily just go, you know what, I'm going to throw on a monster movie. Which I should, because I like most monster of Monster movies just, I don't know, they make me feel good. Like, horror movies are kind of like, ugh, and you got the chills, and you, you don't, you enjoy it, but you don't really, like, release where a monster movie, like a giant monster movie, I'm just like, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, no, you're right, right, you're right. Like, it. when they finally, like, beat the monster, it doesn't matter which one it is, you're yeah. just like, oh, fuck, Yeah, this yes. shit is awesome. You know? Yeah. Um, plus, some of the, a lot of times I can see that kind of thing happening, where it's like, I don't know, maybe it's just, the supernatural stuff is less likely, I guess, for me to see happening, but I don't know. Yeah. But you're right about the release thing, like especially like uh, like it, for instance. Mm. That was a crazy, scary one. So good, but again, I'm tense the whole movie. Yeah, well, that's just it, right? Because especially because we've been conditioned with jump scares, where you're just kind of like, oh, here's a jump scare. So yeah. when they don't yeah, really come. do a lot of jump scares, it fucks you up. Yeah, you're like, so then we're just oh. kind of like, oh, okay, and then you're like, ah, oh, you got me, you <laughs> son of a bitch, you son oh. of a bitch. But. Uh, I mean, everything about this movie is just so good. Um, <clears throat> but that final fight scene is awesome. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm probably jumping ahead a little bit. So, like, if you want to go through what you like and don't like or whatever. Uh, I mean, we could, we could talk, keep talking story right now and then hop into other things, like technical and whatnot afterwards if you want. Okay, so that final fight scene... Is awesome because you've got the sister with her archery, yeah, lighting him up. Mm-hmm. You've got the brother with his uh, fucking activist, yeah, like uh, Molotov cocktails, where he's literally like doing all this crazy stuff to light it up and everything. I was just like, this is actually really cool, and like trying to keep him from getting to the water. But that last final one with it's on fire and it's going for it and going it's about to water. make it. And he just walks around dad the corner. Just, boom! Oh, ran the mouth. I was like, yes! Oh, because I was like, no, don't do it, don't do it. Because I forgot how it ended. Yeah. I knew they won, but I forgot exactly how. And I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. So when he did that, I was like, yes! The only part that I was kind of like, ah, was like, I, I think if he would have like went around the corner and drilled it into the ground and went into its mouth, it would have been a little bit better than him holding it on the end and then just showing a circle on his palm. Because I was like... That was kind of neat, uh, though. It, it, it was neat, but I was like... The impact of that thing hitting your hand, I feel like, would have at least cut with that metal. Well, if we're, if we're going to do that, then the impact of that thing hitting, period. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't just be, like, stopped, dead center. Yeah. He'd probably be fucking knocked over. Pushed into the water. You know, or something, <laughs> yeah. right? So, um... <clears throat> but nevertheless, the fact that he was the one that took it out... and that thing got, That thing got fucked by all of them. He had to. Even the, the homeless guy that the brother... Oh, yeah. He was the one dropping the gasoline all over it. I know. Um, but he had to. He had to be the one that kills it because he lost his father and his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. They killed the daughter. I didn't see that coming. You spend the whole movie I forgot waiting for them to too. come back together, and they never do. I was like, I, I, I can't believe I forgot they killed her. Yeah. I can't fucking yeah. believe this. They killed her. After the deke. Like, it grabs her, and then yeah. you don't see her again until later, and she's dead. Yeah. Holding the boy. Holding the boy. Making sure the boy is fine. I was yeah. like, man, what a way to go, though. Yeah. Like, really, what a way to go. 
But I think it's just that, too, that the fact that they killed the child that made me just like, this is on a different level. Yeah, exactly. Like, 100% on a It's all Any other monster movie level. like this would have that happy ending where the father's talking to his You'd daughter. You'd never see that in American cinema. Never. Never. Where the child dies? Never. Yeah, you'd never get that. You might get that in, like, say, The Quiet Place right at the beginning. Yeah. Where you don't establish a relationship with this kid. Mm-hmm. But later, you wouldn't see those kids get killed. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's exactly what didn't happen, right? So... Yeah, that's fun. Such yeah. such a good movie. Great ending. There was times where I had like a big smile on my face because it reminded me how much I liked it. Mm. But then there were other times where I was just sucked right back in. Mm. Where I was just like, oh, I'm, here. I'm feeling it. Like, I remember the first time I watched it, which we 13 years ago. And I was younger then. I didn't really appreciate film, and I think, as much as I do now. And I remember the whole second quarantine part with him and everything took me right out of the movie. Because I was like, oh, this is an awesome, awesome movie. And then you get all that other stuff. And the brother in the office building. And, and, and it took me out of the movie. But now I'm watching and I'm just like, this is perfect. Yeah. Like, this is, you needed this right here. Because then, while they're doing all that, it gives the daughter the chance to shine in the sewers. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I don't remember if I had any issues with it the first time around. Because, um, like, you know, it's 13 years. Yeah. But I do distinctly like this time around. I definitely there was no points where I was like, Meh, or ugh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it just came down to some dodgy sh- CGI, which which is literally the only thing I have here. And even then, it was like, I, ne- like this is still a perfect. Never movie. takes away from the enjoyment. Exactly. This is still a perfect movie. Like at yeah. no point in time was I just like, ugh. like there was no lingering thoughts throughout my head through the entire time I watched it, unlike mm-hmm. some other movie. Which <laughs> we'll be talking about next week on the Camcast. Yeah. Which is actually like a half hour from now. Yeah, yeah. give or take. Yeah. Give or take yeah. a half hour from now. But still, regardless. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't say enough good things about this. It's uh, it's actually kind of funny because uh, I can't wait to watch it again. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm already like... After watching it, I was like, why did I wait so long to rewatch? Why this? don't I own this movie? Yeah, well, I own it, but... Yeah, but I mean, like, for me, it's like, why don't I own this movie? Especially because if they're going to stop making Blu-rays and DVDs in the next two to three years. Which... Uh, it's like, happening. It's more than likely uh, happening. Yeah. Well, it's going to become a... It's going to graduate to like... You're, you're going to have to buy them online. You won't see them in stores. No, and it'll be a prestige thing. Mm-hmm. It'll be like... Uh, You'll be paying 30 bucks instead of 20 or 15 or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And it won't be like a mass yeah. production thing. It'll be like a limited... Pre-order now. Like, already, for 3D movies, i got to buy them. Every country in the world still carries 3D except North America. Yeah. Fuck. It was a pretty Like, I have a 3D TV. My PS4 plays 3D discs. Yeah. So, guess what? I'm going to the UK and buying some 3D discs, because I want to watch Into the Spider-Verse in 3D on my damn TV. Yeah, well, (laughs) you know what it was? It was because it was a big fad in Canada and the United States. It was just a quick in and out. I mean, it lasted quite a while. Avatar was 2009. In the grand scheme of things, though, it's a quick in and out. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Like five years? I don't think it's 100% gone either. I think it's going to make a a slight comeback with Avatar 2 when it comes out. We'll see. Yeah. I don't think so. No? Nope. You would know better than I would. It's not even the... You got the insights. It's not even just the the industry knowledge that I have. (laughs) It's just... um, I think... What it is, part of it is the fact that Avatar, if you really, really think about it, Avatar 
was made made its name on its technical achievements more so mm-hmm. than anything else. Oh, 100%. The story is literally Fern Gully the Last Rainforest. See, now I watched Fern Gully and Avatar back to back, and there's aspects, but it's not literally. There's a lot more to that. Movie. Oh, no? Oh, yeah. Really? 100%. Well, it's a two and a half hour movie, and you're saying that a 60 minute cartoon makes up the entire story of it? Makes up the basis of the entire story. The basis. Is what I'm now, that's what I was going with, too. Like, yeah. I'm not saying it's literally. Human invaders. And, I know and, I just said know. literally, but what I'm getting at is. Not literally. It's not literally. Okay. Right? <laughs> okay. But I mean, the parallels are. It's like I said with the Black Panther and the Lion King. Mm-hmm. Although that's much closer. Oh, God. That's almost friggin'. That's almost spot on. Yeah. And that's when... Yeah, sure, Simba doesn't like fly through cities and stuff on cars. But, I mean, story-wise, it's pretty much beat for beat. Yeah. And I... Like And it was... I remember when we watched it, and I was all hyped up. I, yeah. I bought into the hype, and I thought, oh, this is the best movie ever. I still think it's a good movie. And I still think it's great to have that kind of character. And I think that's why I was tempering myself with Captain Marvel, where I'm like, I'm happy to have a character... For like girls to look up to, um, just like Wonder Woman. Like I, I want that, and I want more of these heroes out there because, of course, I want to be like ninety and still see kids reading comic books mm-hmm. on their fucking pads on their sleeves of their jackets or whatever. <laughs> the new way to do they're gonna be in the stuff. comics. They're gonna just jack in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now you're in the panels. However, they're doing yeah. it. I still want that to be there because I think the medium is. Incredible for empowering kids yep. to show kids how to be a good person, mm-hmm. you know, um, and then to like give them something so like maybe you're not into sports, well you can be into this and still get the same lessons. We weren't into sports, you know what I mean. We were in the comics, you know. Like I mean, I'm we not... were cool before cool was. Uh, I, I know. I remember. Like, like I was like, we were picked huh. on so much for liking comics. And Actually, now it's like, I, you know you're what? a cool kid now if you like comics. It wasn't so. I I remember like. Five Mile wasn't so much. It wasn't so much a Five Mile, because, I mean, they even did the trading card thing at Five Mile. Yeah, because we were all into it. Yeah. The uh, high school, no one I knew really were into comic books, so I didn't really talk about it too much with them. Mm. And the ones that I did know that were into comic books, like, there was no, oh, blah, blah, blah. We were just kind of like, okay, you like comic books? Oh, you like those kind of comic books? Mm -hmm. Like, the ones that I would talk to, they were the ones that were (laughs) almost... It felt like they were purposely not into superhero comic books, so that they could be like, "Oh, you like superheroes? Mm. Oh, I don't." <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Uh, what was it? Sex and Rockets? Oh yeah, Love and Rockets. It was Love and Rockets. Love and Rockets. Is, I remember the uh, first time I heard a kid say that they actually read Love and Rockets, and I went, "Oh yeah, you read Love and Rockets? Okay, what's it about?" And they were just like, uh, "I went, fuck you." Strangers in Paradise was another big one. Strangers in Paradise was another big one. And there was one more. Uh, well, Ghost World. Go- well, yeah, I think Ghost World was mostly after the movie. But just Which is a fantastic style. movie. That style, though? Like, yeah, the, just the that, indie that style. quirky, yeah. just weird. Strangers in Paradise was another one, but I, I just loved that I was like, oh yeah, you read Love and Rockets? No, you didn't. Mm-hmm. What's it about? Well, well, no, you didn't even... You, yeah. Can't yeah. even read the back of one right. of the books. I remember myself in high school even walking into to Gary's and going over to the weird indie section I never look at and going, I'm going to try reading some new things. 
And I did. I grabbed like three, four different books from publishers I've never heard of, read them all. I still ended up back at Marvel and DC. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and that's, but that's what I'm getting at too. So ultimately, like, I like, I want comic books to be bigger than they are now. You know, I love that there's indies out there. I love that, like, people could read comic books and not even like superheroes and still love comic books, that kind of stuff. But anyway, so, um, yeah, we'll wrap up the host. Yeah, we'll wrap up the host. And then, I and then, well, this. I actually had a couple things to talk about before the host. What the hell was I getting? But we to? were way too professional today at the beginning. We skipped everything else. We, I, what the hell was I getting? Oh, 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 yeah, rewatching movies. Yeah, that's right. That's where that came Fern from. Fern Gully. That's right. Yeah, all of okay, that. Okay, ultimately, okay. Avatar two. Yeah, is going to be a victim of waiting too long for the sequel. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, most people realizing that at the end of the day. They don't really remember much of the actual plot of Avatar, okay? And then three will be how much more advanced are the technical technological achievements to justify... I don't think it's going to be the massive success the first one was. I don't think it will be either. I think it's actually going to kill the franchise. The shitty thing is he's shooting two, three, four, five back-to-back, which Fox approved... And guess what? If two and three don't do well, Disney now owns Fox. Do you think they're going to go, go for four and five? I'll be amazed if two does enough to justify three. If two does well enough to justify three, I, okay, I'll be like, all right, I was wrong. I think he's shooting two and three back to back, so I think three's going to have it regardless. But four and five, like it's yeah, that's right. Two thousand twenty-one, two thousand twenty-two, and that's right. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, so so there's no way we're we're not getting the trilogy. But can you believe how fucking insane it is to wait that long to do a trilogy? Well, the thing, he's, like, he's writing four movies at the same time. But the other part, and here's the part like, that always kind of messed me up, and I'll just say this real quick and then we'll get back to the host, was at the end of Avatar, I was never like, wow, I can't wait to see the sequel. Because I was kind of like, well, what else could you really do? I mean, it wraps the story up. You can do more. You can do more by expanding on Pandora but it and showing other worlds. Necessarily need to. That's the. I guess that's really what I'm getting at. I don't yeah, feel like there's a need to. There's a need to. You could use the same technology to tell an entirely different story. And don't get me wrong. I will watch them because I do enjoy the first. I will watch them too because the I, 3D. Like I got that 3D TV. Avatar is still the best looking 3D. Ever. Of course it is. It's one of the easily few that the was best. filmed in 3D. Yeah, easily the he best. He created the technology for yeah. this fucking yeah. movie. It's not one of those, like, in uh, they do 3D in post after the fact. Like, mm-hmm. most of the movies are. Like, most of them. Gee, Almost all of them are yeah. done in post. There's a very small handful that, actually. Um, uh, you know what the worst? The, the Resident th- Evil movies were shot in 3D. They were actually full Paul shot Paul W. Sanderson used James wow. Cameron's 3D tech on them. Huh. Yeah. You know what's still the worst 3D movie I've ever seen in my entire life? Mm. Just guess. Because I watched it with you. In the theater. Darkest Hour? Nope. I didn't watch Darkest Hour with you. I don't remember who watched that with me. But I remember that was the worst I saw. What the fuck was it? Green Hornet. Oh shit! Green Hornet was such a shitty 3D movie that I forgot that it was a 3D movie. I actually forgot that was a 3D. There was like... Three bullshit, blatant scenes that were literally thrown some in. Some bullets just... flying at you or some BS. Yeah. And then the rest of it was like, I remember like, we walked out and I was going, "How? The f- why the fuck was that even a 3D movie? Darkest Hour? 
no 3D at all until three quarters through, there's some ashes falling. And, and it's just like, oh, nothing else gross. Came, came out of me. That's gross. I was like, glad I paid an extra three fifty for that. Yeah, well, does it feel good? Yeah. Mm. That's another thing. Like, I respect the movies before this 3D age so much more for the money they made then. Like, Matrix and Titanic, they didn't need gimmicks to make money. So now they got 3D, AVX, D-Box, like, and, and IMAX. Yeah, although... Like, their box office money. Like, no way... There are, there are a handful of movies that I wouldn't mind seeing in IMAX. Like, oh, The Dark yeah. Knight, if they re-release yeah. Dark Knight in IMAX, I'd be like, yeah, we should probably go see it. Yeah. Because oh. he shot it in IMAX. Don't get me wrong, I hit up the IMAX, like, all the time when I was in D.C. I took full advantage of having an IMAX. I would definitely do it, too, <laughs> regardless of how much more money it is. Yeah. You know. But uh, anyway, so that's my my thoughts on Avatar two yep. and three, and obviously four and five. I don't think we'll ever see the light of day okay. ever. If it does, I'll be fucking amazed, and I will say I was wrong. Mm. Stay tuned for two thousand twenty five when Chris says I was wrong or I was right. We'll see. Anyway, it doesn't so, count if he dies before the fifth one shoots. No, no, no. That yeah. I mean, hey, you know what? Let's shoot. Four movies back to back over an eight year span. I'm only almost seventy. I can totally make it fun. Yeah, could you imagine me being like, "I was right, bitches," and then you're just like, "Yeah, it's because he died." Doesn't matter. I, I was, was right. still right. Woo! At that point, we won't be doing it in this room. We'll be doing it in our own studio. But yeah, regardless. absolutely. Irregardless. Back to the host. I don't have much more to say about the host except uh, the only other thing was a strange choice of music at times. Yeah. The music is very weird in it, and I guess that's maybe... I don't want to say even that it's a South Korean thing, because I've seen other South Korean movies where not once do I notice the music being weird. Yeah. There it were was times just, where this one has some me. weird choices. Yeah, like it was literally a couple of times where it was just like... I think it was like one part, yeah. Was it during the quarantine escape? They were like playing this weird circus-type music? Yeah. That's exactly the part where I was just, just like, like what a weird choice. like Because... When you pick uh, music like that, yeah. you're suggesting that this is a funny scene. Mm-hmm. There's nothing really funny about it. No. And I don't think it's one of those where I'm missing the cultural humor. I'm thinking it's literally, they just thought, yeah, if we do this, it'll be kind of funny. But it wasn't at all. No. Like, at all. You know? But Yeah, yeah the soundtrack is definitely one of the ones. And then they stole the truck and they're sneaking into the corner, or the... Uh... Infected zone? Yeah. Why would they get the blonde guy to sit in the front? <laughs> I don't know. Hey. Hey, the most well, obvious. The most obvious of the four. The one that sticks out the most. Let's get you up front and center so people can see you. And more than likely go, wait, aren't yeah. you the guy? Aren't you the quarantine guy? This scene was hilarious. Though. They bribed that guy with the, with the cup, the noodles cup full of quarters. <laughs> <laughs> that was no, so they're full of nickels. Or nickels? Nickels, because she yeah. goes like, they're all nickels. He's like, well, there's some dimes in there. <laughs> like, okay. All right. Uh, no, I, I love the movie. You know what? It showcases almost every genre, too. There's horror, suspense, thriller, drama, comedy. That's one thing I didn't really think. I didn't think it was an actual scary movie. No. It, there like, weren't too many parts, like any there, parts at all, where I was there's, scared. There's horrific elements. Like, there's that jump scare, and then the bone thing is disgusting. The bone thing was disgusting, yes. Yeah. Um, and the way the dad was killed was brutal. Oh my god, just grabs him, then boom, against the concrete. I was just like, holy fuck. And it doesn't even take one way to eat him either. No, I was like, just like, you just I, killed yeah, him. Leave your bloody body yeah, there. Yeah, just killed him for the sake of doing it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but like, 
But suspenseful, yeah, definitely, definitely. There was parts where I was just kind of like, holy shit. Like, like I said, like I, I had waited too long to rewatch this movie that I shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. I should have watched it sooner, so it'll be next up on my purchase list. And then uh, that'll be that. Yeah. I'm done with the host. I got a few little things to chat about with you. No way. Yeah. Really? Let's get on Geek On, Chris. Oh my god. It has been a while since I got my Geek On. It, it, it's it's funny that you mentioned that because like lately what I've been doing, I'm seeing things and I fight the urge to bring it up. Yeah. Because I'm like, yeah, just remember to bring it up at the Camcast. But I broke that with Uncharted 5 because I was like, what? Really? I couldn't even find anything online about that. Really? What site did you read it on? Uh, what culture? Oh, I'll check that one It was out. the the title of the article was like ten uh, not so hidden sequels that are coming out soon. Oh. So like Bioshock Four was another one that they're talking about. Like I've heard rumors of these, but I didn't know anything was official. Yeah. Bioshock Four. I mean, I mean, to me that was always an obvious. Like it's gonna happen one day. Mm-hmm. And those games are freaking awesome. The yeah. world is too big to not do another one. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, like I'm just saying, too, like Uncharted, apparently, it's not going to be done by Naughty Dog. It's going to be done by the same guys that did the uh, PSP game or whatever. Oh, Bend Studio. Something like that. They're doing that Days Gone zombie game that's coming up. Ugh. Which, I actually, I watched a half-hour gameplay video of it. And I get it, it's pretty much spot on to State of Decay on the Xbox, which is super addictive. State of Decay is that the it. one where like you you got your main base, yeah, you, and you have to constantly keep the people there. You create bases. Yeah, you take over bases. Yep, and then keep all these bases. You go out and you find survivors. You bring them back to your base. Right. You grow your community. Okay. I know this because I watched the Rad Brad. Hashtag the Rad Brad. Hashtag. I'm fucking old. I don't know. Is that <laughs> that's that's what I'm, I'm saying? It right, yeah. right? Like yeah. Hashtag. Okay. Hashtag. So, anyway, hashtag. Uh, so I watched him playing State of Decay Two. Yep. And uh, it was that was one of those games where I could see myself getting addicted to, and then getting to a point where I'm like, "There's no real ending to this, so I'm good." Right, which is me with the first game. I think. I put it on, like I got a Game Pass on my Xbox, which is basically like Netflix for video games. Yeah. Awesome. Eleven ninety nine a month, you can play everything, brand new games. Just Cause 4 just went up on me. That's actually a really great idea. It's amazing. That was what I thought they were going to do with PlayStation now. Which sucks. Which was... It's like, new games out this week, and it's like PS2 games. It's like, what the fuck? Xbox yeah. is putting out games as they come out. Crackdown 3 came out. The day that it came out, they put it on Game Pass. Yeah, like if I was paying 12 bucks a month, for, like, if they had their own Game Pass, mm-hmm. I, I would. I yeah. totally would. You know? I mean, not that I don't mind uh, uh, PlayStation Plus or PS Plus or whatever they call it. Like, I think that's a really good model mm-hmm. because uh, you could pay if you want or if you, you don't, as long as you're a member, you get free games. I was yep. like, that's actually sweet. So, I mean, it's one of those where it certainly pays for itself. You download one game a month for free, it pays for itself. Oh, Absolutely. But, uh, I mean, 70 bucks a year in one shot is kind of just like, ah, but when you think about it in the long run, it's totally worth it. Yeah, exactly. Even if only, like like you said, one game comes on that whole run that you so really like, want to play. So, like, for instance, Hitman. Yeah, you're playing Hitman. Right? I'm playing the shit out of that game. That's a $40 game. You've already, like, that's half your, your PlayStation yeah, Plus already. I've already beaten it. Yep. Okay. But the game is so huge. It is ridiculous how huge each fucking level is. 
It's unbelievable. What was it like one hour to beat each level? Uh, it depends. Well, I guess it depends on how you're playing it, right? It depends on how you're playing it, but like, uh, okay, so I'll give you an example. So the initial mission is like a training mission, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, actually, no, I'll use Paris. Paris is an example. So you're at this huge mansion, okay? Huge palatial estate, and it's, uh, so basically you've got, you got a pen, pen here? No? No. Okay, so... Uh, so this here yeah. is the outline of the actual mansion. So, uh, you have a helicopter here, huge field here. You actually have water all around. You have a spot where if you can either break the lock, pick the lock, or get the key, then you can go to this barge that is now a sniper point to snipe out one of them up top and another of the targets down below. But when you get into the actual mansion itself, there's a, a intricate basement section. There's three levels to get to. They're all huge. <laughs> Some of them are like, you know, you can dress up as a cook to get through this area, security to get through this area, the actual like armed uh, guard, like protector type bodyguards. Mm-hmm. That one, you can fucking dress up like a sheik. And I think the Sheik is like the ultimate disguise. Like nobody suspects that you're not the Sheik. Multiple ways to kill these targets. So like as an example, so I, I use the barge one, right? This one, you steal fireworks, shoot the fireworks at the top of the barge, wait until both of them come out, snipe them both, boom, you're good. With the sound of the fireworks. With the sound of the fireworks, right? Another variation fireworks again this time because they come out they're above and below each other so now you throw the one chick off the balcony lands on him you get two for one it's crazy that's two ways to kill them aside from the standard like you just choke them out or yeah yeah favor wire drown them in a toilet it's fucked up and this is just one level a hundred you're really selling me on 103 different things to do in one level. Like, that's nuts. And because of some of them, like, you, like I went through it, and I was like, oh, man, I did, like, 15 in one shot. Because you get your little things in the, yep. the corner. You're like, oh, I was pretty good. And then it's, like, 15 out of 183. Oh, so I barely even scratched the surface. <laughs> but, like, the only thing, though, is I kind of wish that I played the Hitman 2 first. Instead of doing Hitman alone, yep. because the fact that they let you replay the original with the updated graphics, with the updated controls, because in some of the, uh, there's one, like, I was like, I don't fucking know how to do this one, so I, I did a YouTube video, I looked at a YouTube video, and they show where there's a box, there's a guard right behind the box, and you're right in front of the box, and they actually show you grabbing him over the box and subduing him, you can't do that in the first Hitman. Oh, come. They it they did not have that mechanic in the original 2016 Hitman. But now that they have it in the second, you can do that now in the first game. But only if you're playing it on the Hitman 2 version of those levels. So when I go to play the first, I should download that second one first. So I can play the first one with that. Let 
let me try that though, because remember I said like I wasn't sure if you could actually play the levels. Yeah. I know you can in the actual finished copy of the game. Okay. I don't know if that the, the demo, the, the demo, trial or whatever. Yeah, it's called. first level. I don't know if you can do it in the first level. Okay. But uh, it's incredible how much you can do just in one level. Like it's ridiculous. And I'm literally, I I don't think I'm gonna platinum it because the silent assassin with the suit and everything mm. is fucking crazy but even some of the videos i've watched where it's just like some of them you're just like i mean i hope you're getting paid to play this game this many times to the point where you're literally like so what you do is you run all the way over here run all the way over here uh distract that guy run all the way over here climb up that pole get to this spot here shoot there go all the way back come around come up around this side and then wait for 20 minutes while the one guy shows up and then they converge together so you can kill them both at the same time. You're just like, this is fucked up that you actually waited that long to do this. So I don't know if I'll get to that point. But the game is awesome. Awesome. It's so good that all I was thinking about as I was playing this game was I was like, if the new Splinter Cell game was made by IO, then it would be amazing. Mm-hmm. It would be absolutely amazing because a lot of the mechanics are very similar. Especially like hiding the body, taking the body down, trying not to kill anybody unless it's the target. All of those things, I was like, man, this is, like really translates well to that. Not being seen, yep. taking out cameras, uh, finding the actual uh, central camera station to destroy the evidence if you are seen. Things like that. I was like, this is really like, because um, Blacklist was the latest one, the most recent one. Yeah, that was what? I think that was 2015, eh? I think 2015, might have been 2016, but that one, it's it's really open-ended where you can do a stealth if you want. Splinter Cell's never really been my thing, though. You know what? I've always found them too hard. Yeah? I'm not one that, you know, I, I, it's, a lot of people like challenge when they play games. I love the experience of story without the frustration of a possible challenge. I know. No, I know. Because so, I used to give you a hard time and, about and playing Splinter on Splinter Cell easy. was one of those ones where it's just like, oh. I used to give you a hard time about playing on easy. But, like, I played, uh, I played all of them. Actually, not all of them. I played the first original trilogy. Yeah. And, uh, Chaos Theory is the best. It's absolutely awesome. Please play again. Woo! Oh, 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 oh! Ladies and gentlemen, it looks like I just won a coffee! Gagne un café! The most went compass. I almost won a Jeep compass. That's not bad. Coffee's good. Can't complain about that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like I said, uh, really, I really hope that the new Splinter Cell game is at least similar to the way Hitman is done because it really does feel like a really good Splinter Cell game. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Like Blacklist, I think did, it did well enough to garner a sequel. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But, 100%, they, but they're, they're all into like Right now, they're just, it's all the vision right now. That's all they're working on. Yeah. The division is the Tom Clancy thing of this generation. Yeah, but I mean. I don't think we're going to see any more Splinter Cell until the next generation. That's on the list of the games that are rumored to be coming out. Uh, maybe a PS, PS5 maybe. launch oh, yeah. type of deal. Yeah, maybe. I think. But in, in any event. Um, but yeah, no. Hitman, got to play. But yeah, State of Decay. I gave that a shot. It's like, I'll try it out. I was addicted for probably 30 hours. Ridiculous, right? Ridiculous. And then you haven't. But then it got it got so intense, and I had a, I had a pretty nice base going. I had a good community. I was like, I'm good to move on to the next. Well, game. the other part that threw me about that was like, so 
in between parts, like obviously, you know, Rad Brad would like upload his videos and then play more and stuff. But in between game sessions, you come back and the base needs repairs. The people need food. You know what I mean? Like they're still You're constantly just So I was just like, that's the kind of game where after a while I'd be like, fuck that. Mm-hmm. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I don't care enough to do this. The thirty hour gameplay of uh was it Days Gone? Days Gone. Days Gone. Honestly, visually it looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Technically it looks like it's gonna play like a really good game. I hate the the horde of zombies. Yeah. That's one of those ones where I'm like, I could just see uh, playing that game, and by the fourth or fifth time that you have the horde come at you, you're just like, oh, I don't even care. Here we go again. Because, like, I saw the same one that you saw, where it's like, so he starts here, and the horde's coming at him, so he's running and gunning, running and gunning, running and gunning, going up, going up, running and gunning, trying to bottleneck running and gunning, and I'm just like, you're lucky you have unlimited ammo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because in the game, you're not going to have unlimited ammo. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was just like, I guarantee it's one of those games where it'll get a good following from the people that are into it. I'm more excited for, uh, was it Sekiro Dies Twice? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That looks and sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, Days Gone is a game where Maybe I'll get it when it's 20 bucks. Kind of deal. Maybe. We'll see. It'll all depend on reviews and everything. Uh, next, um, I just wanted to give a, a quick uh, rest in peace to Luke Perry. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. 52 dies of a stroke. I couldn't believe that. Um, to me, he'll always be Pike from Buffy the Vampire <laughs> I know everyone's all Dylan from 90210, but I am Pike from that- Buffy... 100%. That was actually... I loved him in that movie. Yeah. I loved him because he was the damsel in distress. Yeah. Which yeah, was great. Exactly. And they acknowledge it, and he's okay with it. Yeah. Like, he's just... He's not like, oh, fuck this. He's just like, what am I going to do? Yeah. So, that was a great movie, too. Oh, yeah. That was a really it's great so movie. good. You know, it's totally different than the show. I love the show. I, I, I love the movie, too. Yeah. I, you know what, though? I'm glad that the show went serious to a degree yeah oh, you yeah. know to a point where then later seasons they can be a bit more self-aware and they can kind of make fun of the scenario yeah but i do like that the first stab at it they were literally like no, no, no we're gonna make the first season is very serious there's no yeah. you know what i mean like even like xander with his jokes you're just like okay all right mm-hmm. that's his character but there's none of this like winking at the camera yeah whereas the movie is very much winking at the camera. I mean, oh, like, yeah. You had Paul Rubin in there, Pee Wee Herman. Dying for like 20 minutes straight. <laughs> like, the, after the credits, ooh. Ah, you know what else ooh. I like? I like that it's still Joss Whedon. Yeah. And he did this movie, and then went, let's do it for TV, but let's make it serious. Yeah. I was like, man, that's awesome. That's so that's good. Awesome. Although, so I good. will say, though, uh, Buffy in the movie and Buffy in the TV show very similar mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i like that and uh they're both still really badass mm-hmm. and believable characters well i loved it because like the buffy movie takes place in la mm-hmm. the buffy show takes place in sunnydale and she just moved there from la so i right. mean to a degree you could say that it's you a could sequel very much you could they also because giles is her second her second watcher her second watcher and none of the supporting characters are recasted in the show. Exactly. There's, That's so all it's, new characters. Yeah. It's only Buffy. So you could... I, and I don't see why you wouldn't. 
Yeah. Keep it all under the same canon. You could. I mean, I always tried to do that because that's that's me. Yeah. But yeah, uh, but and yes. Then, and um, also, uh, best wishes to Alex Trebek. I know. Man, stage four. <laughs> and literally, he's like, uh, like I'm gonna go to the few that beats this. So yeah, you know. And then like you you hear about all the other stuff where. He never missed a day of work. Mm-hmm. And he had some horrible things happen to him, and he's still just like, "Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm not miss work." So yeah, I I really hope he pulls through. Hey, he's been a staple like. Jeopardy started with what Boober two? Oh no, it's been on since the sixties. Jeopardy? No, he hasn't been doing this. No, he hasn't been. Oh, the okay. But Jeopardy. Been. Okay. When did he start doing it? Oh, I. Because I think I I remember. What's the eighties? It's starting with him. I think we were super young. I don't even think my brother was born. I remember being very small and watching that. Oh, yeah, I, that's one of the, my most vivid memories of watching that. I remember yeah. uh, it's uh, it's funny we were listening to the radio this morning, and uh, the comment was, "I remember uh, Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy." Oh yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, actually, that's You're so vivid exactly in my mind." And I wasn't even really a big fan of uh, Wheel of Fortune, but loved Jeopardy. Yeah. Absolutely loved Jeopardy, and even. When they did the SNL skits, I was like, "This is oh, so oh, yeah. fucking funny." With fake Sean Connery, even though, oh, even though uh, Will Ferrell's Trebek is terrible, like mm-hmm. it's a terrible mm-hmm. impression, still great though. Yeah, so still funny. great. Uh, Arrow ending with season eight. Yeah, you know what? When you said that last night, I was like, I was really surprised, and but it actually is being canceled. Like, yeah. It's not. It, it's not so much canceled. It's just it is, Stephen ML said, "I'm I'm done." It's, but it's I more wa- of an amicable... But I want to give the show an end. Yeah, because I, I read the the interview where he was just like around... Towards the end of the sixth season, he's yeah. like, I'm kind of fucking tired. I'm, I'm burnt out. Yeah. Well, he doesn't... Like, he's in Vancouver all year shooting a show, and that's not his home. No. So... I thought he was Canadian for some reason. No, I don't think he is. No, I don't... I mean, obviously, I don't think he is. But I mean... I was watching the video of him. He, he did this... Uh, Instagram live thing where he's talking to his fans about it and he was thanking people, thanking the cast and everything. And at the end, he's just like, you know, I, I think we had a good run. I'm happy with the run. I, I It was a very good run. It's no Supernatural, but it's a good run. Well, he all, like I, I, I did like him. He's like, I'm a big fan of shows leaving that don't overstay their welcome. Yeah. And I mean, to be fair, Supernatural, it's insane that that show is still on. You know what? I felt like it overstayed its welcome for, its, for a while. But in the last couple seasons, it's picked back up. Like, it's quality. Like, season one to five quality again. <laughs> okay, I I've never like, watched any of the... I've watched it since the beginning, so... Yeah, so I mean, like... Yeah. I mean, it was just really surprising. But it's on season 15 now. Yeah, I know. Which is nuts. For a show like that? Fucking crazy. Like, that's gonna pass ER. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what the exactly. hell? <laughs> but so, for them to have an eight-season run... And I mean, like, I thought about it, too. And I was like, well, I mean, how much longer could they have... Right. Especially because the way that, and I haven't watched the seventh season, but the seventh season is with him starting in jail, completely 100%, no going back unless there's magic involved, Mm -hmm. uh, outed as Green Arrow. Completely outed as Green Arrow. Mm -hmm. So I was like, but where do you go from here? Like, even if you use the Batman template, if you outed Bruce Wayne 100% unequivocally as Batman, where do you go after that? Yeah. You know? And while Arrow is ending, it doesn't mean that we won't see him again, because... There's still ten Arrowverse shows going on that it wouldn't be hard for him to pop up in one of them. Yeah, but I mean, it all depends on how they end this season. But also, Arrow, could, Arrow's ending. How long is, are the rest going to keep going? They might all be right behind it. That's right? and that's so kind of like, what I was thinking too. Because like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I don't. Well, 
I mean, Batgirl or Batwoman. That's just starting. That's just starting. Black Lightning is only a couple seasons in. Two seasons in, yeah. I think, now. And so, so there's some new ones. Like, it's going to keep going, just... But, like, Black Lightning is interesting because it's not really a part of... It's never been... It's not established. No, they just, like, it's, it's DC. Just, it's got the same producers. It's so just it's not world. a part of that at all. Yeah. At all. Uh, uh, was it... Oh, League of Legends or whatever the hell the other yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Legend DC is Legends of fucking... Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow. So that's still going. It's still going. That's going to get canceled, too. I feel like that is going to be the one right behind. Yep. I actually feel like Supergirl's not far behind, either. I don't... Yeah, I... Flash has, I think, got the longest leg still. And once the rest are wrapping, that probably won't be far behind. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. Like, I mean... It is... It's interesting, that, but it'll be crazy to see what they do next. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But... So, yeah. Arrow ending. And then, uh, a couple, a couple things here... <clears throat> Did you read anything about the Suicide Squad today? Yeah, I believe, uh, what's his name? Idris Elba? Is replacing Will Smith as Deadshot. Yeah. Margot Robbie is expected to return as Harley. Viola Davis is coming back as Amanda Waller. Joel Kinnaman is out. As is the rest of the cast. What? All of them. What? And the new characters are Ratcatcher, King Shark, Polka Dot Man, and Peacemaker. Now, I've only heard of King Shark. The oh. only time I like Jai Courtney? The only time? He's gone. And you you get the character out of there completely. You don't even recast. <laughs> He's gone. You get the character out yeah. of there completely. Yeah. And Peacemaker is actually being written for Dave Bautista to play. Peacemaker, wasn't that the one... Wasn't that Joel Kinnaman's character? No, he was... Captain Flag. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah. He was. He was Flag. That's Flag. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I don't. I don't know. About so this that's game. the Suicide Squad. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I was. I was uh, pumped to hear about Id- Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. Immediately, I was like, "That's a better fit. That's a way better fit." Um, I kind of. I don't. I hate recasting. Though. I wish they would just did a different character with him and wrote Deadshot out of him. The I only hate reason recasting. normally I'm with you on this, but the only reason why I'm okay with this is that. Um, I actually felt that Will Smith's casting was too distracting. Okay. I mean... But I also love his chemistry with Margot Robbie. I liked him in the movie, and yeah. the chemistry with Margot Robbie was really good, especially because they were in focus together. Yeah. So, you know, they, uh, they already had that uh, chemistry there, but at the same time, it was more me going, okay, so Will Smith is actually doing a pretty good job in this movie, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like, hey, this Deadshot's a really good character. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, with Idris Elba, he, I feel... I'm thinking, like, when I think Idris Elba in The Losers is so fucking good. And if he brings that to this, that's gonna be awesome. Okay, but, like, when is Idris Elba ever bad? He's never bad, but I feel like I mean, the character, the Star character, Trek Beyond. Even the character Star Trek Beyond, losers. he was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. He was so good. Oh, he's always good. But I've never, like, Idris Elba, I've never, like, oh, he's doing really good. I mean, usually, like, his character, he's doing a really good job with his character. Whereas, like, with Will Smith, it almost felt like stunt casting, I almost want to say. It just seemed like a weird movie, A, for him to do. Mm-hmm. Which I, I gave him credit for. I mean, he, he took that over I, Independence Day, too. I gave him huge credit for that, especially because he did a really good job. It didn't seem like he was doing his normal 
uh, Will Smith sleepwalk through a movie. Like, we talk about Will is doing it all the time, but I don't remember the last time that I was floored by Will Smith. Now, he's saying it's due to scheduling conflicts, and it may be. But I'm also wondering if any of these these cast members not returning has something to do with them not wanting to work with James Gunn after controversy. I don't know. I don't think so. I think what it is is that James Gunn wanted a clean slate. I think so. I and, think, and you know what? Even though I don't know any of these fucking new characters besides King Shark, I think it's what it James was Gunn. was it, he wanted a clean slate, but he realized he needed to keep Deadshot and he needed to keep Harley. Yeah. Um, especially because Margot Robbie's Harley isn't going any, anywhere anytime soon. Though if she doesn't return for some reason, there's no females in this cast. But yeah. Besides Amanda Waller. Yeah, I was just going to say, well, but yeah. <clears throat> so I don't know. Uh, the new characters... I'm going to miss Katana. I loved her in the first one. I thought all the characters were great. They were all, yeah, they were all I was good. actually really mad that they killed off really Diablo. Cool. Yeah. Because he was my favorite. He was my hands-down favorite. In the, well, Captain Boomerang was also... I would have liked a bigger Captain Killer Boomerang Croc, really cool. but I thought he was well done. Yeah, I like... Yeah. Aside from his size, visually he looked great. Yep. I, I think he could have benefited from some CGI. Yeah. Or some trick shooting. You know what I mean? Yeah, to make him look a little larger. Yeah. Because he did cast a rather, rather small actor to play him. Yeah, so I mean, like, even if they just had him do the mocap, motion yeah. capture, then... It, it was just weird to see, like, Harley and Deadshot towering over a Killer Croc. It's really weird, because in <laughs> every single iteration of Killer Croc, uh, aside from the Broken City version, he's always right. really big and towering. Yeah, this was actually more Broken City, yeah. this version here. Yeah, whereas... They almost had him like uh, kind of be like a Kingpin character in Broken City. Yeah. And I remember the first thing I thought was, especially because it was right after the Hush. Right after Hush, where he was huge. <clears throat> he was huge, and he was the most like uh, reptilian that he's ever looked. Yeah. My favorite version, animated. Mm-hmm. My, that's my favorite. Like, the visual, I think, is perfect. Uh, and Arkham Asylum. Yeah, Arkham Asylum was also really I love the way you looked in that, too. Yeah, really, really liked him in that one, too. So, um, I don't know how I feel about this one. I mean, I'm really, really pumped about uh, James Gunn taking over this franchise. Um, I trust James Gunn, so I have no reason to feel like I won't like this movie. It's the new characters. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. But again, it's uh, would you say in gun we trust? In gun we trust. So in gun we trust. I'm sure it'll be great. And uh, to wrap things up, coming off of James Gunn, did you watch the new Brightburn trailer? I was purposely not mentioning that until the next video. But how the fuck? You know how how conflicted I was watching that trailer <laughs> because Holy the shit. first trailer, the first trailer, I was like, oh my god, yeah, oh my god, this yeah. is crazy. Because I mean. For a guy that bleeds Superman, to watch a trailer about an anti-Superman, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're just like, holy fuck, like this is crazy. But this trailer, this trailer is horrifying. Like this is straight up horror. This is like, horrifying. Holy crap. You know, and I'm holy like, holy crap. I'm really like, <laughs> like I said, like it's really conflicting for me because, and I mean, I, it's purposely purposely making you go superman it's purposely making that vibe yeah so now you you get your evil superman 
maybe we'll never see the official evil Superman on TV. Mm-hmm. So that's good, at the very least. But I can't wait to see this movie. I can't wait to see this movie. I could. The like, only the only thing is, is I feel like they have to kill this kid. They have to. How how else? And who would kill him? Th- but like, that's nothing, that's the thing. Who's going to stand up against? They him? have to kill this kid, but they have to. It's got to be a a believable way to kill this kid. They, otherwise, I'm assuming they're going to introduce some kind of weakness in the film. Otherwise, it's going to be like a a hereditary ending where you're just like. Okay, so... Which wouldn't be bad either. Scorched Earth scenario. Yeah. Like, uh, what did they talk about in, uh, in Supreme Power? In Supreme Power, I remember when they had that scenario where they're talking about, like, when uh, Hyperion goes off the grid. Mark Milton? He mm-hmm. goes off the grid and they're all just... Like, not necessarily, because they all know where he is, but they're just like, it's it's ridiculous. Like, he can literally wipe out the entire planet within days. If he's even trying. Like, he's... Like, um, yeah. like I always reference the scene where he goes into the compound, you know what I mean? And they're going back to that, and they're just like, he's literally strolling through here. So, but I love that they're literally like, oh, I gotta re- like, re- read they, that. uh, what was it? Megadeths. That's right. They, they had it, it, the toll, the death toll was in Megadeths. Yeah. Within days, he would have wiped out the entire earth of everything. And I was just like, that's nuts, the scorched earth scenario. So this, that could be how they end it. I'd be fine with that. Oh. I I I I watched that new trailer. I'm not watching any more trailers now. No, That's it. I can't. I, I'm in the same boat. If I'm they, officially it, I, done, I'm gonna be. Re- it's gonna be really hard to not watch another one. Oh yeah. But I'm I'm done. Yeah. I'm watching this day one. We're gonna have to do that again, guys. Oh, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Burn. And on that note, thank you for watching us talk about seminal classic from 2006 South Korean monster movie, the first of Monster March. The host, and this has been the Geek Pants Campcast. And as always, I'm Chris Mercier. This is Ken Levitsky. And, uh, and, and thank you so much. Thanks for stopping by. And you say classy, San Diego. If you would have said that, I would have been like, man, this is great. No, I purposely didn't say anything because I don't want to fuck it up. You were on a roll. I was like, if I insert myself into this. Phrasing. <laughs> It's gone. That's true. These pancakes are delicious.